All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. To the Three Nose Podcast. Hi, I'm Jason. Jason. Hi, Mike. <laughs> what are the like, three no's, Jason? Uh, uh, there's no rules, no plan, and no safety net. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Oh, this headband's on tight, man. That headband on tight? Yeah. So this is Boxcar's world-famous brown ale from Sons of Kent. And it looks like a can of... Campbell's Soup? It's Campbell's Soup. Yep. That's exactly the uh, what they're going for. It, it, I'll be honest, it's messing with my mind a little bit. Well, that and the THC. That, yeah, well, so it's a tricky combination, especially considering this one's a new one for me. No, there so, you go. Uh, you know, every strain is different. Well, and all the colors in the rainbow. Don't do that. <laughs> what, this? Don't do that. <laughs> Can't do the, the vapor lines? <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, what did you... What? what? Later. Updates ready to install. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We shall, we're, we're, we still, shall, we're still going. Okay. Uh, I, I caught it before. It was like, did you want me to start it without you? It's like, no. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> we would have to take this show on the road. <laughs> Which has crossed my mind. Yeah. Road trips. Road trips. Or even even just hopping in the car and going for a drive and recording. So like Shooter said, he listened to this <laughs> podcast, this and when we did dispatches, he goes, It's like sitting in the backseat of a car listening to two people talking on a road trip. That's and I thought, oh that's Fucking brilliant, I, actually. That is the... F- oh, my God. That so, thanks for uh, coming up with a, a great idea, Shooter. That's, like, two years too late, though. Yeah. Well, still. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers, Shooter. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ah. Damn, that's deep. I like it. Yeah. So, there we go. So, anything so, new? <laughs> yeah. What? I got a new TV. You got a new TV? Yeah. Let's uh, hear about Jason's it, new TV. It, but it was an ordeal. Okay. It, it's an emotional roller coaster. It's a TV, Jason, not a child. Okay. I've been hinting to Crystal because, you know, the the financial situation took a, uh, took a big turn for us. Yeah. So, uh, I... I, I didn't want to press my luck. Your right. OnlyFans page finally paid off. I wish. <laughs> right now, it's it's just you, man. And I'd, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Head to row, <laughs> life mates. Head to row. Um, There's a key <laughs> key word in that sentence. Okay. Okay. And now I've totally lost my train of thought. Thank you. TV. TV. Ordeal. Yes. Uh, you got guys, it. Guys are now fucking stinking so, rich. Um, so so something happened. Another little bump comes in. And so I made the joke of, all right, new car for me. Wink, wink. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, a new TV question mark? And I've been kind of buzzing about a little bit in her yeah. ear about getting a new TV. Ours is 
10 years old. Yeah, you it's, do. You're the due. screen is, has has these lines horizontally, and it, it stands out at times. Is it? it it's, it's noticeable. Oh, it's noticeable more when you're up close. Yeah. Is it but, a plasma TV? Uh, no, it's it's like LED. an early LED, LCD, LCD, whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it was like, well, when it when I got it, it was brand new. Yeah. I liked the week we were in there with Sherry. <laughs> we weren't even, we were just there. Yep. And then I saw it. I'm like, oh, I want it. I, I instantly, the features, they had this neat, the neat magic remote where it's like a laser pointer almost. Oh. Like you move your hand and the arrow yeah, moves and you okay. don't even have to be pointing at the TV. Oh, it's okay. really cool. Yeah. Um, that novelty wears off after a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was brand spanking new. I wanted it. Placed the order. It was going to take a month and a half to get it. Yep. They gave me the display model, which had only been on the floor for two days. Nice. Nice. So that's how new my TV was. <laughs> and you know how today's technology, you're outmoded a year later. A or year. less. Or, or less. less. Yeah. I was going to say or so, less. Yeah. I, I really wanted an upgrade. Well, okay. she said, okay. I said, oh, I, I, I said new TV, question mark. And then I followed that with a link from Amazon to a TV that I liked. That, was, that I wasn't pushing my luck. It was just under the thousand mark. Okay, not a high-end TV. No. It's, it's a Samsung, you know, a solid name, and it's a, it's a smart TV, 65 inches, 10-inch upgrade. Yeah. You know, you know I, I'm, I'm getting older. I like things bigger. <laughs> Can't argue that, with that. That works on a lot of levels. Yeah, um, well, you know. So, yeah, so I sent her that link. She goes, go ahead, order it. All right. Well, okay. Um, okay. So I, I was, at the time, I didn't really have the time to do it. So yeah. I, it was a little bit later in the day. Okay. Um, trying to remember. Oh, no. Uh, so it, she says order. So right after work, we, we met at home, and then we went to, we were driving to London to, uh, to get firehouse subs. Okay. We've heard about them for a while. We said, what the hell? Let's make the drive and let's go get them. They're supposed to be awesome. Yeah. So that's where we were going. So while we're in the car on the way to London, I play, I placed the order on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Great. And five minutes later, I get an email that says my order has been canceled. What? It's Why? Like, uh, they, uh, something about the payment or whatever. Well, no, there's, the money's there. Yeah. Um, check the bank. It, no, it didn't come out of the bank. So something's blocking it. All right, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit. Okay. Okay. We'll try again. Yeah. So I waited about 45 minutes. Tried it again. Instantly cancels the order. What's going on here? Now we, now we're what the hell, right? Yeah. So Crystal gets on the phone with the bank. Um, the guy looks at looks it over and everything, and he determines it's on Amazon's end. Amazon they have the wrong information. No, something it's something on their end is preventing payments to be processed. Oh, like their their debit machines down. Basically, is what they're saying. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so that's why it wasn't working. Okay. 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 Um, talk to the bank and whatnot. At this point, she's like, "Well, let's." Or, no, she's, we settled all that. We're done. Uh, we, uh, 
And she said, well, is there anywhere here around here where we can find one or, you know, similar deal or whatever? Yeah. So I look it up and Best Buy had the exact same model. Okay. For $50 cheaper. Sold. And the only, but the only one was 10 minutes away, or seven minutes away, sorry. Yeah. In London. In London. Uh, this was now our next goal. We, we were going to get that and get the subs after. Yeah. Because um, Best Buy closed at seven. And it was 6.43. Oh. So we had seven minutes to get there. So we set. We decided to set it up uh, to, uh, because this was going to be a different transaction. Uh, she, she didn't want to have to call the bank again to up her daily debit limit. Yeah, yeah. So she, we set it up. So she e-transferred me money. So I pay half in mine yeah. and half in hers. So okay. it's under everybody's limit. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was the plan. The e-transfer wasn't coming through instantly. What? Yeah. I, I did an e-transfer this morning, and I got it like that yeah. instantly. This one wouldn't come through. Because of the amount? Don't know. But it would not go through where I'm sitting there. I'm in the store. I'm standing next to the box. I, th- I want this TV. Eight guys are coming up to me. Can we help you? We're going to be closing. I'm like, this I want this TV. Want. We're just sorting out the financials here. I just need I just need a few minutes. And there's, okay. They tell me I have until 10 after. And then they're That's taking the me drop up. dead limit. And- yes. So Crystal's on the phone. Uh, she's, like, she's in the car. Yep. She's on the phone with the bank to try and get through to an agent to up her limit so I can just do it, put up her limit again. Yep. Because uh, we just adjusted that. And then, and, and while I'm still waiting for the e-transfer to come through, and it's a race to see which one comes through first. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Crystal gets through. They fix her They fix her limit. Boom. We get it done. Yep. Um, she cancels the e-transfer. All of a sudden, we're good. So, Yeah. We get it. It's like seven oh five. They they do it all, and on Amazon was also offering a four year warranty for one hundred and thirty bucks. Yep. Best Buy had the same warranty, but it was a hundred dollars more. Get to the register, and the guy who was waiting around for me gave me a deal, so it worked out a hundred dollars cheaper. So I still ended up getting the same warranty. For the Amazon price, for the for no, for fifty dollars cheaper than the Amazon. Oh. Like so, the TV was fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah. yeah, and and I got the same warranty. Okay, so I made I got a fifty dollar better deal at Best Buy. <laughs> nice, but the emotional roller coaster it took <laughs> to do it. Okay, but it doesn't end there. Of course not. Because now, okay. It doesn't fit in the car. Oh, no, no, no. No problem there. We figured out how to get the seats down. New car. We, well, we figured out where the, the buttons were. Yep. Get, no, all good there. Get, so much more room for activities now. <laughs> oh, it's huge. <gasps> oh. It's, you, could, yeah, you could sleep back there. Are you I, I don't getting know how another child out no, of it? Oh, no. Okay. Never mind. Please. I was just trying to help. Please. Um, what? <laughs> um, so now, now Okay. She wanted me to put it up right away, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, it's ten o'clock. I'm tired, I got to work baby. in the morning. I'm tired, this was baby. Sunday, tired. so I'm like, I, no, I'll, I will do with it tomorrow. Yep. So I get <laughs> no problem. I get home and I okay. I take the old one down. I take the screws out the back to off the get the brackets off the back of the TV. Yep. I go to put it on the new TV, thinking 
Hmm, are the bolts the same size? Oh, fuck no. Oh, of course not. Well, I don't have any other bolts, and they don't provide them with the TV. Nor would they. So I'm looking in the one paper folded out two sides with mounting, like here's the mount the legs, here's yep. the mount on the wall kind yep. of thing, right? Yep. That diagram exists as about two two blocks like this. It's like it's it's a third of the page. Okay. It's a it's a diagram that shows where the holes are and gives all these measurements which can show that it's compliant with this VESA compliancy, which means all TV wall mount TVs have to be in these Specifics and all yeah. brackets have to match that. Yeah. So yeah. your TV is visa compliant. Your bracket has to be visa compliant. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. That, then you know they're made to work. Gotcha. So I I didn't know if this bracket was because I bought it how long ago? You know, ten True. years ago. Yeah. 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 Well, TVs have gotten bigger. Yes. And but and I do recall that the bracket that I bought. My TV at the time, the 55-inch, was on the low end of that scale. It, was 50, it would take a 55 to 72 or something gotcha, like that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I, I remembered that, so I figured, okay, I should be fine. But it was the bolts. So now the bottom part of that diagram had this, showed where the holes were, like, or like the, the measurement of the hole, and then had a little chart that said, if it's these models, you yep. get this one and this one, right? So it was a metric eight. 20 to 22 millimeters long. Oh, hold on. What? I was hearing myself. <laughs> right, because I recorded a little section of that for uh, YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> Sneaky bastard. I know. Uh, so, yeah, I so a metric 8, 20 to 22 millimeter. So yep. I go to Home Depot and I, and I buy them. And then I get home, and I go to put them in the hole. And as soon as I'm starting to put them in the hole, um, I know they don't fit because I'm not turning it. It's wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, no. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm not reading it wrong. Tried an M10. Like, the next day, it, it's because time is, is a, of the essence here. Yeah. So it took, me, it took me three days to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Four different bolts. What? But it was right. It was the, the, the diagram was right. The problem is the diagram has no actual words except for the title card the, and the legend. There's okay. no instructions to explain anything. <laughs> and uh, now I admit I'm a man. We don't always look at instructions that carefully. We get the general gist and, okay, I figure it out. Yeah. Uh, That's what you're supposed to do. Be a man. Yeah. Well... If I looked at the actual diagram close enough, I would have seen that the outer part of the hole is bigger and the bolt only threads in at like the bottom quarter. Okay. So the bolt is almost completely in before it actually starts biting into thread. Oh. So that wiggle wiggle there is by design. Okay. Now, I found out that the, t- the 20 mils that I had bought, yeah. that was too short because that was butted right up against the, the TV. No room for the bracket. So gotcha. I got the, I, the next size up was a 25. That was perfect. Yeah. So it took me three days to get this sorted out <laughs> and to get that bitch up on the wall. But yeah, it's up but, on the wall and it's nice. There you go. 
Got your surround sound? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Well, I didn't that's, do that's it. That's actually twice that that's come up in conversation this week. Oh, yeah? Uh, Christina posted that they were watching it or were trying to find somewhere to watch it or something. Watch. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, okay. And and, and I wasn't the only one because somebody else said they it blew up their subwoofer. <laughs> so the mix. Apparently, there's two different versions like of a mix yeah so if you get the wrong mix it, it, it can blow your sound system so that the the, the air quote wrong mix eats speakers something like that yeah sweet all right so <coughs> yeah jason, i wasn't the only one five minutes of jason tv's tv woes is now up on uh, our youtube channel wow okay that could be interesting yeah so yeah, no, that could be a sobering effect on me. Why? Like seeing myself in this condition. Uh, you're not on cam on camera. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hear it though. You're not on camera. You're make you're making me subconscious. Subconscious. You're, you're subconscious. Not. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> fine. Hey, hey, why? I got a wrestling question for you. Oh boy, who the fuck is Dan Housen? Who? Oh, Dan, Dan Housen? Housen. Um, he was. A, he's the manager of, uh, was the manager of uh, Warhorse. Okay. And that, uh, for, for whatever reason, they've kind of s- separated ways. Okay. And um, the uh, Dan Housen has uh, four... Oh, hold on. Oop. Are you don't you're not hurting anything, are you? Nope. You're not putting me on camera now, are you? Nope. Are you lying? Nope. I think you're lying. I'm not. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to. It, you look like you're driving a car like a little kid. I sort of, kind of <laughs> am. The the problem is the screen rotate rotation. <clears throat> is not rotating. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is thrilling content. Isn't it though? Um this is I don't this trust you. It's kind of <laughs> late to be worrying about <laughs> trusting me now. Isn't it? I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you know too much. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you, my uh, friend, have painted yourself into a corner. I know. Oh. What oh. Is, what? Oh. What? Dave. Dave. Montoya. Are you know, our pal Dave. Yeah. My yeah. my my personal hero. Yeah. That's not working. He, That's not gonna work. uh, he, he, uh, he's going to be getting back to me. He has apparently placed... A pre-order for me. Aha! Nice. I know what this is for. Ha-ha. Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Of Letterkenny. Nice. Wayne, Derry, Squirrely Dan, and Katie Cat. Katie Cat. Yeah. Um, so they're exclusive to GameStop. That's okay. which is in the U.S. Yes, because Letterkenny is actually huge on Hulu. Really? Yes. 
I never would have guessed. <laughs> it's been on Hulu for I think two years, not even. Okay, and but it's it's done really well over there. Okay, so well, Americans are catching on to Letterkenny. Americans caught on to Corner Gas and Shit's Creek and Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek won and, Emmys and Trailer Park Boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah. I have, I, I myself can't really think about any Trailer Park Boys references like on U.S. content. I just, I don't. I haven't seen any examples of it. Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, loves Trailer Park. That Boys. doesn't surprise me. So there, there's your. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Now. Keep going. I'm, I don't. I don't know what the hell you're doing over there. Trying to um, make the magic happen. Fuck. What was I talking about? I don't know. I don't know either. Letter Kenny. Letter Letter Kenny. Dave, um, Dave Montoya has made yes. a, a special. Yes. So um, I wanted them <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Uh, I did check with local uh, Rocket Sports, but he can't order them because they're exclusive to GameStop. Why? That's, oh, they're exclusive. They're to exclusive GameStop. to GameStop. Yep. Now GameStop's Canadian counterpart is eb games okay so i went on eb games website and there they are 20 bucks a pop there's the pre-order button okay why is the pre-order button gray why can't i click on it i logged into my eb games account it's still gray why can't i click on it what the fucking that's what i was thinking well We've got two different going on here, but okay. I'm 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 with you. I'm with you. So uh, so I call the EB Games store. Yeah, she looks into it, and it looks like they've already sold their entire presale allotment. Oh, they're sold out in presale. Wow. Now she said that doesn't mean they won't have more coming and so on, but but they can't pre-order. You just got to take your chance. So like the, I said uh, thanks, thanks anyways, and yep. that was it. And then Thanks I'll, for dashing my hopes. And then I thought, ooh, what, wait a minute. I'll check GameStop.com. Yeah. I go to GameStop.com. There they are for twelve ninety nine American. That's like half price. Almost. Even with exchange, you're still coming out ahead. They don't ship to Canada. Damn it. Then I got the light bulb. I know Americans. Dave! I know. <laughs> and I sent you that conversation. Yes. Uh, so, yes, Dave is, has, went to his local EB Games and apparently has placed the pre-order. GameStop. Yeah, or GameStop, yes. Don't mix. Don't cross the streams. <sighs> Bad it's things hard. happen when you cross those streams. Uh, well, it worked out in the end, didn't it? Did it? Yeah. Marshmallow everywhere. So the world didn't get destroyed. Marshmallow is so fucking hard to get out of everything. But you're still alive. Marshmallow. It was New Anyways. York. It was New York. No one would notice. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate, I, I apologize for Jason's insensitivity towards our fans from New York. Go Yankees. <sighs> you such a salute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, Maybe. <laughs> I neither confirm nor deny that statement. All right. So. Sir. So. Okay. So. Loki. Loki. 
holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you talk, like we knew what was coming. We, we there was no way around it. No. We, we, by their own design, we all knew what was coming. We yes. just didn't know how it was coming. Right. Right. Well, now and, and you got to see the bad guy you were expecting without actually hearing yes who he was right but the one that remains is a direct quote from the comic books uh, that's i i i i thought i'd heard that before i yeah. wasn't 100% cuz i honestly don't think i've ever read any old books yeah, but yeah, yeah, Kang was not around when I was reading any of the Marvel stuff. No, no, you were you were a mutant guy. Yeah, for the most yeah, part, I was most of the X titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kang was more more of an Avenger. Okay, an Avenger guy. Okay, so no, you wouldn't you would not be very familiar with Kang the Conqueror. But if you had, I started you, to think that maybe they were leaning towards. Isn't there one called a High Intellect? That or is high evolution, high evolutionary. High evolutionary. He's X Men though. That's X Men. That's yeah. I Any, thought that like anything like that, genetic wise, apocalypse, high evolutionary. You're going to get into the mutant X title part you, of that game. What the prospects of what we could see, and I hope I hope hope to see it in yeah. my lifetime, is now we may finally someday get onslaught. That the onslaught saga is it, it theoretically it's inching closer with the X with the X universe coming right right you know they oh, to, I, to I could be wrong but I still think to this day that's one of the most iconic X sagas outside of House uh, of M House of M um, House of M um, the mutant massacre is. The big one. That's an old one, right? That's older. That's yeah. Hellfire Club, and that's um, see that. Yeah, okay. The, not the Reavers, but um, the Marauders. Yeah, that I that I believe might have been early '80s. I didn't start yeah. into the X titles until the '90s. Yeah, so. I think. Um, Dave, I speaking of Dave, Dave would probably be the uh, the resident expert on yeah, er, yeah. early uh, early X. Story yeah, he lines. probably knows the whole history. Yeah, he's probably sitting there going, oh, idiots. So, <laughs> oh, w- watch the comments. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or we'll, get, we'll get a strongly worded email. <laughs> <laughs> That's our gig. <laughs> they just send Marines. <laughs> oh, fuck. That TikTok. There's, there's oil in that guy's basement. Go, <laughs> go get him some freedom. <laughs> That that D and D TikTok of Marines being barbarians. Yes. <laughs> oh, you need more? Like, <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy's He's good. good. He's good. He's well, the one. Actually, that, I had to get off TikTok. I'm been feeling the same way, and Crystal's actually made comments lately. Yeah, it's um, to me, it was fun for a bit. Then it became very repetitive. I see, uh, yeah, I I can definitely see that. Yeah. Yes. So there was there were certain things. Maybe it's because I didn't cast a wide enough net with what I liked in the algorithm. Just like was like, oh, he's here's a focus, a very narrow focused idea for you. But the for you page, 
just wasn't really giving me a, a, a broader picture of what's going on. Yeah, on once, TikTok. once your once your 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 choices, once it gets enough of your choices, it keeps them in that wheelhouse and it yeah. doesn't step out of it. Yeah, and I was I was very disappointed, and I, I'm just like the whole idea of me getting on this. I wanted to expand a bunch of different things, but I was not getting that. And that the algorithm put me in a groove and it didn't let me get out mm. of that groove. So I just like, I, no, I had to, I just cut it off. I deleted it from my phone. It's just, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I have an addictive personality. I'm yeah. probably not going to totally leave it behind. But I am definitely curbing it. It's it's primarily been my uh, while I'm smoking thing to do. Right. I'll now, watch two or three while I'm smoking, and then that's it. You know. One of the things that has really, really pushed me away from it is how badly it's affecting my attention span, mm. and kind of really trying to work forward and to try and rebuild an attention span kind of thing. Yeah. Tally so, gave me a book to read. How dare he? <laughs> but it's, it looks like a comic book, but uh, it's not, it's not a full on comic. It's a comic book. Like, yeah, but it's, it's big and it's pretty monotone in color, yeah. but it tells the story of the guy who created Tetris. Oh, really? A graphic novel. That, that would be Apparently, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He, he's. He, I know. He, I know it's a long shot. <laughs> you're but, not. You're not wrong, kid. You know that. But that could be a, the way to step me away from TikTok more. Yeah. I, I said I. I got into um, when I deleted <clears throat> TikTok. I actually picked up and finished a book, and like it was a very thin book. Basically, it was kind of like a, an interview. Uh, a transcription of an interview with a uh, a reporter and a guy from a <clears throat> called the Odin Brotherhood, a secret society kind of thing. Basically, they were just back and forthing that. And I finished it, and I went, "Oh yeah, I used to read. I kind of like reading." So I have, I still have that Kevin book, the one that's a transcript, yeah, from. Oh, his uh, from the blog from yeah. one, the the uh, oh yeah the daily the the forums the yeah few forums or whatever the, I read that cover to cover uh, and it it was interesting I started I started it didn't yep. get very far and I haven't gone back yeah it, it, I I would think because it's it's so it's it's easy to like read for a bit put it down because mm. everything is very yep. blocked kind of thing like you have a very what i was really liking about it is the fact that we already know the future we know where this story goes right right we're just getting in and a lot of this stuff we've heard yes. but we but this is in much more in-depth detail the, or like the minutia right the minutia of his day especially on on set like it's learning very and stuff like similar that. to what we get out of emo kev we're getting his mind. Very much so. His and mind of that day. Yeah. The, the, well, we may as well have said he was Doblin. Yeah. Lloyd Dobler, 
me and you <laughs> yeah. separately watched Say Anything. Yep. For the and it was the very first time for me. I think it was the very first time for me too. Because it was I think it was nineteen eighty nine is when this one came out. I think so, yeah. Um I didn't like I didn't know I didn't know who the cast was. Like you I, know, I didn't know that Frazier's dad was her dad in the movie. I didn't know that <laughs> Frazier's ex-wife Lilith <laughs> is the guidance counselor from the school. Yeah, yeah. It's like half the Frazier cast in this movie. I was waiting for Kelsey Grammer to pop up, <laughs> um, but I had no idea. I hadn't, and I had no idea what the story was actually about. I thought it was just another one of those quirky, like you know, early. You know, late 80s, early 90s, that rom-com, weird period. That, rom-com, you know, that kind of... He was just a loser deadbeat, but he's not. No. He just doesn't know where what he wants to do, but he's not a loser about it because he's, he's doing things. And for all intents and purposes, everybody liked... Yeah, yes. Lloyd Dobler. Everybody liked him. He was a good dude. That, yep. that, how many... I think we hear that multiple times. Well, he when he finally okay uh, say anything. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine, PG thirteen, one hour forty minutes, seven point three out of ten on IMDb. I, I feel like maybe we shouldn't talk about this too much. Save something for Kevin. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be all right. I threw out that hook, man. You did. I threw. Yep. Out, I took that shot. You did. You absolutely did take that shot. Cameron Crowe wrote and directed. Stars John Cusack, Ion Sky, John Mahoney, Lily Taylor, Amy Brooks. Amy Brooks at DC and Corey was the other friend. Uh, Lily Taylor, Corey Flood. Yeah. <sighs> you are right. There's the, the, but in their defense. They knew Lloyd was not at Diana Court's level, Diana Court's level, because she was a brain. This she he was. How do, how would you classify Lloyd Dobler? He's he's not a jock, but he's is a jock. He's he's he's, he's a metalhead. He's just he's one of the outcasts. He is. He, does, a, he doesn't fit anywhere. He is an outlier. Yes, yeah. he is definitely an outlier. There's always that little group, and that, like the benders, they're they're almost almost like a bender. Yes, where you can float through. Yeah, every click. Just well, okay, no, no, not, not bender, every, not bender, no, ben, no bender, no, no, not, ben, no not bender, no. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> sounds a little arrogant, but I think I could have when I was in high school. I floated through a lot of okay clicks. So, like, I played football, and a lot of people considered me a jock. But I was also in theater, <laughs> so I, I was I was a theater kid, and said so I I just kind of hung out with. I didn't have a very specific clique, but I could go through just about every clique that I came across and coexist peacefully. I was total band geek. Band geek and, and you know drama nerd. Yeah, that was me. And there was a bunch of us. Yeah. Well, CK had a bigger dramatic arts music like arts yep. program than McGregor. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
we never really had we didn't have band or anything like that we'd had no. theater we like little, we had yeah drama you guys club. you did have a drama club yeah we had, remember they had a really good uh entry in the sears drama festival yes. one year that was jim, pretty awesome jim gilbert was our head drama teacher and he was very very driven to get the best performance out of everybody in his classes. Like I remember just doing like, I was a grade, grade 10 or grade 11 drama class. And we kind of did a slapsticky thing. He goes wrong. Go back, do it again and do it right. We're like, Oh, I, I thought this is how, this is how we interpreted it. He goes, you're wrong. Do it again. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, he was, he could be very, very direct if he thought you, you could do more and do better. Because this is a guy that took a lot of people to those Sears drama f- festivals. And he was looking for people to take to the Sears drama festivals. Yeah, that's why there end up uh, uh, and the improv thing started to take off because the comedy guy, the comedy people were weren't quite fitting in with the rest of the drama people no. because you know the drama people want to be dramatic. Yeah, they want to be, and, you know, they want to be Stratford Festival. Yes. Like that, yeah, and so they, they they had there started to be this segregation, and that's so you you started you definitely saw that shift. Um, I know CK had uh, an improv group that went to like national level, I believe. Yep, um, and one of them like there has a couple of people that have gone on to some success, I believe, like somewhere Second well, City maybe or something. There was. Um I remember there was a girl right around my timeline. Her name was Tara. Fuck, I can't remember her last name. But she, I know she went to Toronto and was doing work in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Either like not on like the big stages, but maybe like one level down. So she, air quote, made it. That's the thing about the big city like that yeah. is there are those levels yeah like to get your foot in the door you know there's low rent and then you go up from there yeah, like so we'll, we'll call it like the off broadway of toronto yeah. not pantages theater but there's enough closet theaters and every other theater there mm-hmm. where there's black, always a production. black box theaters a common term i've heard too yep yep uh brio academy was looking to possibly do that at some point with a part of their space. Yeah. Right, uh, offer it out as a black box theater. But uh, I don't know. If, well, COVID obviously, but well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think that might've changed because they moved uh, the husband's also doing his dojo there now. So, so. just filling space. Is that the place on uh, Richmond? The old Libby's place. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. The old Libby's building. That's where, uh, Studio Black is located as well. Yes. Brio, Brio Academy is Studio Black. Yes. So now, what are you looking at? Um, the uh, the IMDb page for say anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're falling down the rabbit hole. It is. Oh, like I was generally. Um, I really like this movie. Me I too. haven't liked a movie like this in a very long time. 
Um, I didn't see the plot twist coming. No. Um, I knew aspects of it through listening to Kevin's Smodcast and him talking about it. And everybody has seen the iconic picture of Lloyd Dobler yes. holding up the boom box yeah, over his I head. Yeah, but I never knew the reference. Like, I, I expected that to be the climax of the film when, no. he, when he wins her back. And nope. that's not the case. That's not the case at all. And, and yeah, that's, wow. The, uh, the, whole, the whole of that movie, I think, like I said, I, I texted you a couple times through it, and I think I, was, like, I got to the halfway point. I'm going, this is just a, a, a sweet little movie. And I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> and then you went, there I, it is. Yeah, so I think it was I think about 10 minutes later, the, oh, here it comes. So when the, 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 the revelation started to come out about Diane's father, mm-hmm. I was just like, this, and it wasn't all at once. Mm-hmm. They, they, they got you to the halfway point of the movie. They, they set the hook. Like the whole, the whole of the whole idea of Lloyd trying to get with Diane to get a date with Diane, who is far above Lloyd's position. You're right. That's just yeah. that was that was that's what this whole movie was based upon. Is Lloyd is like punching way above his weight class, trying to get win a date with Diane. Yep, and. You think that's going to be the whole movie. Right. And it ended up being the first 10 minutes. Right. They took care of that real fast. <laughs> that's That was the, the surprise. That was the big surprise for me. Yeah. Not at all what I expected. And that's why I do sincerely love that movie. Yes. Yeah. It, it was just so well put together. But that right there, the main reason why I think I never watched it was because I thought it was. Him pining for the whole movie and blah, blah, blah. 16 candles all over again yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not so at you, all. Diane. Diane was the brain. She was going to go to England on a fellowship that she had won. She was one of the smartest people in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Lloyd Dobler was not. And, but... For all intents and purposes, Lloyd Dobler was, everybody loved Lloyd. Like, we keep saying it. Everybody mm-hmm. loved Lloyd. Everybody liked Lloyd. Everybody, like, Lloyd's a great guy. Lloyd's a great guy. But you're crazy if you think he can go out with Diane. Yeah. But the only person that believed that Lloyd could have a shot with Diane was Lloyd. Yep. Even Lloyd's friend, DC and oh. Corey, Yep. Like they even said, you got no chance. No chance. And Lloyd, damn the torpedoes. Yep. Shot his shot. And for whatever reason, just caught Diane perfectly. Yeah. And, and Diane's dad. He he started out. He, he started out so adorable. Yes, that that Diane dad dynamic 
was a very adorable. That whole say anything was their line. Like, right. It's, 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 the movie's about them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd's a side character because it's mostly about them. It totally. It really is. It really is. It's a, it is about a relationship between a father and a daughter, and because like Diane, Diane said that when she was five, her her dad and mom divorced. She sat in a courtroom at five and decided, the judge asked her who you want to live with. Diane at five said, I want to live with my dad. So right there, you have an enormous relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, Lloyd comes into the scene. And the, the strain finally started to show. Like, I think... Diane's dad was fine with it for a while because he thought it was just a little phase and this is just like Diane sowing her wild oats before she goes off to become uh, great. Yeah. Why? And, but there was no way he couldn't like Lloyd. No way. Lloyd came in guns blazing with all the niceties and the courtesy and the, you know, have a name that might derail that. Okay. Eddie Haskell from Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, okay. All right. Any father that has a dude like that show up at his house, he's going to be on his heels already. Yeah, but the dude that's going to pull up and pull that isn't going to look like Lloyd. No. No, but that's that's the thing about Lloyd that made that whole situation very unique because Lloyd's confidence in himself shone through. Yeah. And like there were there was like no no mistaking how like how confident Lloyd was. Yeah. Because nobody was going to stop Lloyd from getting the girl. Yep. He had decided that he wanted to be Diane's boyfriend. He's that. He's that willful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he, then we see it again later. Yep. Yeah, he had a choice. He he made a decision, and come hell or high water, Lloyd was going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. And then we see him when he's. Beating himself up after she breaks up with him. But that was the most fucking brutal breakup I have seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. And, and, then, and then when he finally when he finally gave up trying to get her back. Yep. That that scene when he's he just beats himself down and says, That's it. We're done. It, it's done. Yeah. You know? I thought the scene that what really cemented his I'm done. Is when he called his sister in the from the phone booth, yep. and he was just drenched in rain. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, he he's accepted what's going on, and he's not happy about it, and he knows he can't do anything about it. This is the shit hand that he's been dealt, and there's there's no way he can come back from this, right? There's which, and because you could feel all of that. When she comes back. Yep. Cusack's, Cusack's acting in this, his performance of this was 
beautiful. Yes. His, 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 his delivery, his, I wanted to get to know Lloyd Dobler yeah. better because of. Because he's such a good dude. He's a good dude. He is. And said, as we keep saying it, but it's true. Yes. Like when, when they, when you, when Diane and Lloyd go to the party, the graduation party, and Lloyd is discovered as the key master of the party. He just gets thrust into the, the duty. Right. And he it, takes it, it serious. It's Lloyd's, Lloyd's duty to make sure everybody is safe. Yep. Everybody. Yeah. And like I said, when it come down to it at the, the end of the night, there was one dude left. And Lloyd showed responsibility to that dude and drove him all over Seattle until he found yep. the mystery didn't house. Didn't argue about it either. No, he didn't. Might have no. been a slight hesitation, but he did not argue it. No, because at that point in time, he figured his duty was done and he could spend time with Diane to get to know her and possibly foster their relationship. Yeah, and, and in, then, in his mind, he was hoping... That him, his responsibility was showing, like right. showing something. He even asked. He goes, "I'm off. To, I'm off duty. Can I have a beer now?" And the guy that ran the party goes, "Yeah, sure." And then they found that key, and er, that was the end of that. And they said, "We had to find this missing body." So, <laughs> but for that, just just cemented. Even more so for Lloyd. The other thing I liked about it was the party itself. Yes. It wasn't overdone like so many movies like it before, like 16 Candles. Right. Right. There was some, a little bit of party shenanigans. Over the topness, yes. But but not nearly as to the level as what past rom-coms of the 80s did. Right, 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 right. So, again, that was a a step in a more mature direction. That's what it is. This is a mature 80s rom-com. Real mature. Yeah. Real reality, maturity. Yeah. Because, listen, I've been to a bunch of parties when I was in high school, and half the shit that went down in fucking sixteen candles and stuff like didn't happen. No, in most of it's you're just sitting in somebody's basement getting drunk, right? Listen to the music loud, and you yeah. said somebody's mom comes down, like ooh, that, yep, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But when when they finally they finally dropped off the last the last party goer and. The the new day had started. Yep. And Diane was still there and interested in Lloyd. Yep. And Lloyd showing chivalry. Oh, there's broken glass. Be careful. And he's kicking the broken glass which, out of her path. Which you just knew that was because the way she reacted to that, you just knew that that was going to come back around. Yes. It's Chekhov's gun. Yeah. In in a in a a milder sense of yeah. the the idea of Chekhov's gun, but it is it just shows the the chivalry and the the goodness of Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, he was rough around the edges. Who isn't right? Like Diane, um, 
she like admittedly that was not her scene. The party was not her scene. Yeah. But everybody was stunned and happy to see Diane at the party. And they accepted her. She wasn't shunned. She wasn't ridiculed. They're like, holy cow, Diane's here. Who are you here with? Lloyd? Yeah. What? And, and, and then you can see Lloyd in the background letting Diane relax and flex into this party. Yeah. And then you, to the point where you would see Lloyd. Because it wasn't a date. It wasn't a date. It no. wasn't a date. No. But you could see, like... Diane would be talking to somebody. Oh, you came with Lloyd? And the camera would... And there's Lloyd there's doing Lloyd. something responsible. Or trying desperately, like he was, he'd be watching. Oh, yeah. But yep. then he would realize they're looking at him, and he would fade into the background. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, it, was, it was such a different movie mm-hmm. than what I was used to seeing and what I have been used, like, used to seeing. Um I, I kind of want to compare it to Chasing Amy for the level of heart that went into this movie. You know Kevin would take that as oh, a massive he, compliment. <laughs> Kevin stole Lloyd Dobler. <laughs> what was Lloyd Dobler wearing? Trench coat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Where? Bob. Who, yep. So you see. Lloyd Dobler made such an impression yep. on Emo Kev. So naturally. Naturally. Naturally, he, there's going to be some sort of homage, whatever. Yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. So you get Chasing Amy, whereas I didn't even realize it was almost like a spiritual successor to Say Anything. Mm, yeah. Where, like, just the heart of that relationship. Yep. So you you still have, like, in Chasing Amy, you have the Holden and the Banky and the, not Renee. I am so bad at this. Joy Lauren Adams' character. Yeah. Is it Renee? Not I Renee. can't remember. No. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but that. And that, no, it's not Amy. It's not Amy. <laughs> no. But you have that um, three-person dynamic. Right? Chasing Amy. God. Obviously, I haven't watched it. It's been too long since I watched it. I almost pulled the trigger on it again today. What? Alyssa Jones. Alyssa. Alyssa Jones. I should know this because I just fucking watched Reboot. (laughs) (laughs) I need to I need to do an entire viewisk universe run. You want to do a vulgarthon? I need to. I You I got a new to. TV? I know I do. I need to I need to do that. I well, might have to put Supernatural on hold. I'm, I'm about twelve episodes in. So Yeah, how's that going? I I'm, I'm liking it. Cool. I'm digging it. I, All right. I'm, I'm so digging what they're putting down. Back to say anything. Say anything. Um the IRS has launched an investigation into Diane's dad, Jim Court. Yep. For... We don't know. We don't know exactly. All we know is the IRS has shown up on Jim Court's doorstep, and we need to talk. Jim's like, go fuck yourself. And then from that point, the movie 
switches. That's when that other shoe dropped. Yep. Because Jim Court now was starting to feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. And he started to take that out on Diane and Lloyd's relationship. Yep. I don't know if he did it on purpose or subconsciously, but he, he firmly, I firmly believe that he was trying to sever that relationship, the Diane Lloyd relationship to keep the, the family air quote family together because Lloyd is a wild card when it comes to, Mm -hmm. to Jim court. And you don't know how Lloyd is going to fit into this, this dynamic. Mm. So you, you have to eliminate that variable to keep that family together. Hmm. I didn't think of it that way. But it makes sense. So now we have... Jim calling into question the entire relationship. Yep. Um, And it worked. It worked. Um, Especially to the point where when Diane and Lloyd finally slept together. Mm -hmm. And instead of blowing up and losing his mind like everybody expected, Jim got quiet and scary. Mm -hmm. And Kind of dropped the guilt trip. Right, right. Now, Diane firmly believed that she could go to her dad and tell her, tell him anything and everything. Yep. And the whole idea that he turned on her for, for sleeping with Lloyd was like very alien to Diane. Mm-hmm. And she did not understand how to react to what happened and to get it it was it was so much so that it actually caused the wedge yeah in that relationship she didn't like the feeling that she disappointed her father right because she had spent her entire life making his life easier so like she he he guided her to focus her life for her in her in her career direction, basically, right? For college or whatever, rather than having a life, right? That's why you know everybody knew her, knew of her, but she didn't have any friends, didn't know she her, didn't do anything, right, right, right. So, yeah, that, so you can't. It's is that like the Stepford Wives kind of situation almost? Uh, I'm not sure how you would classify that it kind of goes in two directions it does it goes it, it can go that way yeah where basically it came across as her and the way i saw it is her she felt that she disappointed her father yes you know yeah but it can go the other way and go the rebellious route which right. is the more common route depicted in, in tv and film yes yes so but because this is a, a, a very fresh take on mm-hmm these romantic relationships, you're going to get the, 
this is all new to Diane. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't understand how how to do things. Mm-hmm. Like re- with relationships. How to, how, to, how to deal with it. Right. So she's had a bigger relationship with her father than she has had with Lloyd. Mm-hmm. She, she loves Lloyd. Lloyd loves her. But she loves her dad more. Because her dad is everything. Yep. And then... When her dad, like, pounces on her almost, it kind of, like, it shatters her. It, like, it shakes her. Like, ah, what do I do kind of thing? Well, this is what you do. You have to get rid of him. Give him a pen. I thought that was the fucking coldest Oof. thing I had ever seen yep. in movies. And I've seen a lot of movies. Here, give him this pen. Tell him to write you a letter. I'm like, oh, what the what? Yep. So, yeah, that was, it was pretty brutal, and the 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 aftermath of that breakup, we get the Doblin reference where he's talking into a tape recorder as he's yep. driving around, completely and utterly lost. Yep. He doesn't know what's le- like. All he knew from. The, that day of the graduation party to now was Diane. Mm-hmm. And he knew that like there was a finite amount of time because Diane was going to England. Yep. And to have all, I think it was like, what, 16 weeks or something? About that, yeah. I think it was 16 so, weeks. All this time, he knew the end was coming. And when the end showed up way early... He was not prepared for it. Nope. Nobody was prepared for it. Mm-mm. And it shattered him. Yep. Because. Then you had him trying to, trying to desperately grasp back his way back up. And yep. he just kept slipping. And then we get the, the famous boom box moment. And even that didn't work. Nope. And then we get that moment in the phone booth where you just, he, he comes to the realization that he's done. Yep. He, like I said, he, he's, he's, he's going to on. move on. He's going to focus on kickboxing. And he's done. Yep. And as far as he was concerned, there was no, no Diane Court anymore. Yep. And all that comes crashing back into his life, quite literally, yep. as Diane's world comes crashing yep she finds out the truth about her what's her going crooked on with her father dad. her dad her dad is a bad bad man yep and the 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 gut punch to diane over finding out the truth about her father mm-hmm. was too much for her and then when he said that he was doing it for her yeah yeah i did right. all this for you yes how you how, that that's never going to make anybody feel good. No, if, ever. Any, if anything, that just makes them feel super guilty. Right. You you hurt a bunch of people. Yeah. For me, uh, it, like I said, for me to feel good about what you just did, that would make me a psychopath. And Diane Court is very far away from yep a, being a psychopath. Yeah. So the. 
the scene where Diane finally comes running, literally running back to Lloyd. Lloyd is in the middle of a sparring match for his kickboxing. Yep. And somebody goes, Lloyd, somebody here, somebody's here to see you. Diane comes running around the corner. Lloyd drops his hands, and I just, and I'm just like, oh no, yep, here it comes, here it comes, and Lloyd was knocked the fuck out. Yep, straight on the nose. Straight on the nose, straight on his ass. Down he goes. The smile that the trainer had when he he straightened Lloyd's nose back out was just fantastic. We did miss a key scene. Yeah? The uh, gas and sip scene where Lloyd is talking to those four guys. Oh, yes. On the curb. Yes, the four guys with all the relationship advice. Right. Then why are you all here and not with girls? That fuck you, Lloyd. I, cho- I choose it. Yeah. So that that was a fun scene. Like I said, yeah. the the young, relationship for rela- advice yeah, from the fucking so young Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> He's what twelve here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was it was a good scene because you got to see the peanut galleries yeah. version of what relationships are all about. And Lloyd, Lloyd is Lloyd. And he's going to look at the, these guys and, like, again, ask them, why are you sitting all, here? They all, that, but they all talk to him. Yeah. Like, it's that weird thing where everybody likes Lloyd. Everybody yeah. will know. They, it's, he's just the, that kind of guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, um, so it all comes out in the wash. That Jim Court has been stealing. Jim Court runs an old folks home. And he's been stealing from the people that are under his care, their money, their inheritances, their this, that, and the other thing. Questionable billing and apparently still collecting from some that have passed. Right. Right. I look after them better than their their real families. I give them flowers on their birthdays and cakes. They they don't even show up. I'm justified. I'm entitled. That's what I got out of that yep. speech. Yep. I give these people comfort. Their families don't care about them. I'm owed. And as soon as somebody says they're owed, bad shit happens. Yep. As we find out. <laughs> so, so Diane confronts her father. Well, she goes to the IRS office. She talks to the guy. The guy lays everything out. He goes, we have the numbers. We have the paperwork. We have everything. He's pinned against the wall. Your dad is going to jail. And Diane loses it. And she realizes... She can't trust her father anymore. She goes home to try and find the evidence to find the, that that last nail in the coffin, and she finds she it. finds a stash of money yep, because in a locked box yep. in the room that her and her father do the bills for yep. the family old folks home. Yeah, so there's that's when she runs back to Lloyd to realize. He's the only true thing left in her life. And yep. he didn't want to. 
No, he was he 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 was done. Yeah, you see him fighting, like he wanted to, but he 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 couldn't, and then and he finally caved. Yep, and was when she actually he he caved when she dove into his arms. Yeah, and she said, "I need you." Yeah, and Diane definitely needed somebody, and she had nobody else. Really. Because she could not go back to her and then, mom. And then he pushes her away for a second and says, now, are you, do you need me or do you just need a place to go? Right. And then he says, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, like, Lloyd, Lloyd was absolutely torn because, like, like we had said, he had, he was done. He was done with this relationship. given everything he could to try and get her back. And he finally end, came to the end of his rope. Yep. Done. Yep. We're like I said, this we are we are he done. He slammed the door shut. She slammed the door shut. No, he all well, he did. No. Literally. Yeah. yeah. But so. figuratively, Diane was the one that put the door in his hand. Yeah. That kind of thing. So the Lloyd and Diane they were like getting very close to the end of the movie here. Mm-hmm. Lloyd the um the fate of Diane's dad is decided by a uh an office deal between the the DA yeah. and his and Lloyd or not Lloyd but uh, Jim's some Jim's of the lawyer. most thrilling case like courtroom stuff I've ever seen yeah like it was so weird it's almost lunchtime it's like a throwaway piece of dialogue but that's out that's of court how it settlements gets done sometimes yeah, right? that's out of court settlements right there so Jim Court gets saddled with it was a one. $150,000 fine. And nine... Nine months in jail. Nine months, yep. So he was going to miss Diane's departure to England. Yep. Now we find out that Lloyd is going to England well, with he, Diane. he wasn't sure. He was kind of... Him and Hod. Yep. But what pushed it over was his reaction, I think. Yes. Um Diane wouldn't come and see him in prison. Nope. And gave Lloyd a letter. And as he's reading the letter, he's Jim's feel like feeling like okay, no, she's I, I lost her. Yep. And Lloyd said it could be the good one. She she wrote two. Right. How, how's it end? And then no, no, it was the bad one. She. But the other, just know that the other version is still at the house. Yes, Lloyd so always the optimist. That's what, that's exactly it. Lloyd is the eternal optimist, and for all intents and purposes, it works out yes. for Lloyd. Yeah, and I said yes. Lloyd gets the girl in the end, but that that middle part it was kind of fucking rough. Yeah. So I, I get. But even right to the the very end, they are on the plane, which she's afraid to be on the plane. That, that was established earlier. And and he's like, oh, that's all normal. That's all normal. And then they just, they, they're they into some rough turbulence on takeoff. When's that going to ding? They said, hey, look, when the no smoking sign goes off and it dings. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Any minute now. And, 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 and right when it goes to black is when you hear the ding. Yes. <laughs> Great <laughs> build they, up. they stretch it for yeah. like 20 seconds. I was like... I go like they're going to kill this plane. <laughs> they're going to kill these kids I'm on like, this plane. No way! 
I said, we, we get the happy ending, and they're going to kill him. Like, this plane, like, this plane's gonna I, crash. I, I was, I was. If it would have went in that direction, I'm like, you, M Night fucking Shyamalan, like, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, He's got a new one coming out. Old. He, yeah. The, like it's like cocoon backwards. Kind of, sorta. So I don't know. That trailer looked weird, but it's it's M Night Shyamalan, so you just don't know what you're gonna get. The air is deadly. Her. But he has. He's had a couple good ones though. And yeah, yeah. He's had, but and, and but notice that the ones that ever the, the good ones are the ones that are connected. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. That <laughs> so, says something. It does. Now, say anything has taught us a few things. About what we're doing. About we're all Lloyd Dobler. We're all Doblin. We're all anybody, Doblin. Anybody that sits in front of a microphone and podcasts, we're Doblin. Kevin in his emo, emo Kev phase was the fucking epitome of Doblin, yep. if there ever was. Mm-hmm. And he'll rightly admit it that that's what happened. Now, when I went for my bike ride today and I flipped the camera on and I was talking to the camera as I was riding. Yep. And I was like, please don't crash. Please don't crash. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, that was, that was one of the things that I I, want to look down at the screen, but I need to see where I'm going. That kind of thing. Um, It hit me so hard that. I'm fucking Doblin right now. <laughs> and I, I, I talked about doing this podcast, a um, couple other different things. And then I said something about the weather. And I thought, I have to stop this. <laughs> I'm talking about the weather. And that's, that's the one thing as far as... The one thing that I've seen that kills podcast is when you talk about the weather mm-hmm. like i it doesn't matter what the weather is the, no especially today when we record this and the show comes out wednesday thursday yeah who gives a fuck what the weather was like yep. four days ago now at that point in time i realized i was just talking to make noise uh no, I don't have anything more poignant to I, say than what I already have said. Xander has <laughs> shown me this this guy from Indies in Chatham. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he vlogs on YouTube daily when he just wandering the streets of Chatham. Mm-hmm. But it's not like being insightful when I say, oh, here I am at the, the third corner of Third and King, and oh, look, there's the bridge. They're doing it. What do they call it? The... A rejuvenation of the bridge or whatever, yep. and, then he's like, and now I'm walking down King Street. I'm coming up. The th- like he's just talking about where he's going. He's not really being all that insightful or anything. It's yeah. really awkward, especially because he keeps like reacting to any little noise around him. <laughs> and it's the middle of the day. It's almost like watching a squirrel with a GoPro. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
when 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 I talking about the video that I posted on my Facebook, um, I do want to do more stuff like that. With the caveat of, I have to be ha- I have to have something a little more insightful mm-hmm. than it's a sunny fucking day out right. there. You, something you want to get off your chest, or something I want to get off my something chest. Something that you just want to talk out. Something with this show, um, an expansion of what we do for the three nos. We joke about the, the, the Patreon. Like we will say, oh yeah, that video is going on the Patreon kind of thing. <laughs> but there's nothing saying that we can't do that. Oh, I know that. There's nothing saying I can't do any of the things that I want to do. There's, it's just I'm not doing what I'm saying I want to do. I'm just not doing it. Right. I got too many distractions. I got too much that's just not, I can't get myself out of the mud. You know, yeah. I'm working. I'm trying. I've gotten... You know, the, the, these ideas are still brewing and they still creep up and I start thinking a little more harder and maybe make a little, a new note or something, but I'm just not, I'm not out yet. I can't yeah. get moving yet. I got you. I got you. Whereas me last night, like I said, I sat here, sat in my house Saturday all day, did nothing. And then... Mags went and worked a 12-hour shift. I got to get out of this house. I got to do something. I have to do something. Took my bike out of the shed. It, like, the, it's been sitting in there for a long time. That I had to pump the tires up. Mm. I'm just like, all right. I went, really, the intention was just literally to go around the block I ended up doing four miles. I was like, in in that process of doing the two out, two back, I was like, oh, okay. Some some light bulbs are going off. There's like some switches were getting flicked. This like it, it all it all that that thing that I sent to you on Twitter. That Kevin mm-hmm. quote. <clears throat> More for me than for you, realistically. Mm-hmm. Then that quote that I, I said, that, that tweet that Kevin liked that I sent him about say anything, an emo Kev, it just it was pushing me. It just made me giddy. I know. And I've gotten, I've gotten a bunch of likes on that tweet. On the collab tweet? Uh, no, on the sitting here packing my cannons. Oh. I've, gotten, I've gotten like I think like fifty likes. It's like one of the highest ones I nice. think I've ever gotten. I there think I go. got a bunch, and I've got even gotten a couple comments. Although one guy's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. He said John John Cusack's a bitch in real life, and I said like, who the fuck are you? I click on his account. His account suspended. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> And then somebody else said, "Hey, I got that same Death Star." Oh, nice! <laughs> but that was that was the thing. There was a lot of things aligned this weekend mm-hmm. because I you you know how I had been for the last little bit. I've been in yep. the funk, 
But it, it, I'm not down in the hole. There's the difference. That's same here. I'm 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 not down in that hole. I've been I've I had a couple rough days a few weeks ago, but I'm I'm still generally up. I'm just not moving forward. I'm still hovering over the hole. Right. Right. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But I went back and I was watching um some of Kevin's Wake and Bake uh, on that Kevin Smith Club. He's back in New Jersey. Yeah, I, yeah, he's been tweeting from there for all right. oh, like over a week now. So his like I never watched him do one any of his walks through Runyon. Okay, but for whatever reason, lately his walks in Jersey, he's back home. Oh yeah, he went he went to Pride Rock. Yeah, or Pr- Pride Rock, <laughs> Ponder Pond Rock. Rock. <laughs> Pride Rock's freaking Lion King. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I got to find the Ponder Rock one. <laughs> I said he posted a picture of it on Twitter. Okay. I got I got to go back and find that one. But it was that that quote like Saturday starters get to the future first. Mhm. Like Yeah. Yeah. It was listening to Kevin talking with Walter and Brian and Q about tell him Steve Dave the stash and stuff like that it was like I don't have the money that those guys have but I think I have some creativity left in me that I need to exercise so that I'm, I'm backing into the last third of my life here so call it my midlife crisis, but it's, it's, it's one of those things like within two years, I'm going to have a lot of free time on my hands mm-hmm. that I will not know what to do with. You need to be, I need to be busy doing something mm-hmm. because I will drive my wife crazy <laughs> and I'll drive myself crazy. Now, <clears throat> The whole, like I said, there was, um, I saw another one. It was like, you got to have four hobbies, a hobby that'll make you money, a hobby that this, that, and the other. Like, it was one of those things like, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's all cool. Uh, but I, I, I have, and I, I kind of diminished what we did in a, very backhanded way and I owe you apology for saying what I did about makers and consumers where I was saying like well I need to become a maker I'm already a maker I'm already we are already makers yeah just by doing this by doing this I didn't appreciate it enough to to see it for what it was or what it is. So when I say, well, I need to be a maker. I everyone, need to be a bigger maker. Everyone yeah. everyone is part of both. It's are you more dominantly a consumer or a maker? At this point in time, I'm d- yes. dominantly a consumer. Right. But that needle can move. It's kind of like the whole uh, Scientology clear thing, you know? The, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, the, the, Your thetan levels my can change. My thetan levels, yeah. I got to th- grab the brass. Yeah. 
things, yeah. whatever. The cans. Cans. The grab cans. that. Grab the cans. <laughs> yep. I need my wife. She's a Scientologist? No, she's got cans. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, it works. I might get slapped, but nah, probably not. But I, I, I get, I, yeah, definitely the needle can move. I have to, I have to move the needle. Exactly. My, We've both been there. Yeah. We've both been on a, we on a, on a run where, you know, we're moving, we're making, yeah, making more writing stuff, whatever. Uh, yeah. I've just, we've both been in that rut. Yeah. Now, now that it seems like the the wet blanket of 2020 mm-hmm. is getting slowly pulled off of yeah, us. as the world is slowly starting to turn again. Right. That's opening up doors. It's opening up plans. Right. You know, so. It, I can't use that as, an, as the excuse for not taking the opportunity to to do this true but it it everything just felt like everything was squashed down morale morale, morale was down. sucked morale was uh, morale was down yeah and that will that affects productivity that's proven fact absolutely so absolutely you know, high morale equals productivity it's, right it, it, there's a direct correlation now so. i my my work situation it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is eight and a half hours a day that I have to, I have to endure. But all that other time, I can be exercising. I can be creating. I can be reading. These are the things that I need to get up and go. It's not too late. Like those, the hashtags that I put on my, my Instagram post hashtag, it's not too late. Get up and go. That's what I have to do. If a side benefit is you get caught up in my wake and you get pulled along too. It's happened before. Right. That just benefits both of us. Mm -hmm. And that makes me happy. Now, one of the things that I would <clears throat> would like to have see happen is the possibility of pulling some of the Whiskey Wednesday guys in. That would be awesome. It's been talked about. It's been... There's always, always something that seems to gum up those works. It's... In the case of at least one of the prospects, it would definitely be specific content. Yes, you know he he made it clear he he wants to have a plan. He wants to he he wants it to be a set topic. Yeah, and that just because he can't trust himself. No, no. And <laughs> here's the thing. I don't want him to trust himself. I want him to I know, let but go. he can't, given his, his, his past, he can't. Yeah, that, that could rock boats very, very exactly. hard. Exactly. So that could get him in a lot of trouble. I understand that, but part of me 
wants that. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. Is that it? Exactly. <laughs> and watching watching him go would be oh, when he when he's on fire, he's on fire. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That if fucking it, Osh- or, uh, King Rook discussion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That's that's my point exactly. <laughs> that is my point exactly. To be able to to sit down, get us all to sit down at a table with a few drinks and some microphones and just let it fucking go. <laughs> that, to me, that would be one of the ultimate things <laughs> that could happen to this podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think I've got an analogy in my mind that I think kind of works here for <laughs> scammy and the Padre. <laughs> I get a kind of, uh, uh, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> you get it? I get it. You get it? I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm right. Right. That, You're that right. Fits. You're it, it, absolutely right. It fits. <laughs> but it's one of those things that I think would be gold. Oh, and definitely. It, it, like the conversations we have, and when we have a whiskey Wednesday, yeah. always interesting and and funny. <sighs> Sure, it can get a little political sometimes, but... A little? A little? A little? Let's put it this way. None of us are going to ever be able to run for public office. Oh, hell no. So, I said the, 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 vetting, the vetting process, what it would turn up would be like, oh, yeah, we did that. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What do you mean I can be prime minister? <laughs> Justin was. <laughs> His dad was Castro. Oh, shit. He dressed up in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Yes. <laughs> and got away with it. <laughs> yep. Fuck. But. Hey, that's no way to talk about our next prime minister. Oh, my God. I know he's going to win. He's going to win. My only hope is it's a minority government again. That that seems to be where the betting odds are. <sighs> See, well, the worst part about it is Jagmeet Singh has become a fucking TikTok star. I know. I actually had one of them came up on my For You page. Yeah. I quickly swiped it away, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's now it blipped on my radar. Right. Like, damn it. Well, I know we're getting into the election cycle yep. because I got an unsolicited text message from Erica, possibly, asking if I've decided if I'm going to vote for the Conservative Party of Canada in this next election, yes or no. It was a fucking love letter that somebody in the back row, do you think fucking Aaron O'Toole's cute or not? Yes or no? That kind oh of... Oh, my God. And I'm just like, what? How... how How'd they get my number? Fucking CSIS. Well, Fucking no. RCMP. Yeah, you're getting that, and that's pretty annoying. But I, I've got serious problems with the random texts I've gotten this week. Oh, yeah? Yep. Twice I've been I've been warned that 
there's a severe problem with my student loan and like they're, they're willing to help me cut down that debt. <laughs> is this a Nigerian prince with no, willing to help no, you? No, it didn't. There's no, no mention of Nigeria. Just my, that my, I, I, there's some sort of program that can help me with my student loan debt. <laughs> yeah. How much do you owe Jason? I don't know. I didn't click the link. Oh, <laughs> But I've gotten it twice. Oh, not bad. Not bad. I have not gotten many of those. I don't think I've gotten a student loan one. But there's like some of the stuff that shows up in my spam folder. It's just like, what? And like, oh, these were text messages. Text messages. Text messages. Even better. Yeah, I'm getting those. Better. I get multiple uh, bank Ooh. ones a couple times a month. Awesome. Like, like there's a problem with my Royal Bank account <laughs> and, and my BMO account. I haven't dealt with either one of those banks in over ten years. But still, there's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah. Well, like I said I keep getting. Um, oh, was it uh, because my phone is with Bell? I get bombarded with free text messages from Bell. Mm. Like, don't forget to sign up for our fiber account. It's mm. the fastest I, in Canada. Yeah. I made sure to stay away from any sort of texting thing. Yeah. With Rogers, I get the emails, but I don't get the text. No, that that's a lot of, as soon as that comes through, it's like swipe, delete, that kind of, uh-huh. like getting, I don't need those ones to percolate in my uh my inbox there are ways to set up filters on your email so yeah. that it does it automatically but just dump everything to uh spam that's what i do i check my email like two three times a day and get ready cleared out keep going i got bored at work so i what i do now is i'll sit there on facebook and every ad that comes through i'll either hide it or report it okay and I've reported, I think, every political party that's come across as an ad on my Facebook. Um, usually something to do with inappropriate sexuality or something like that. So it's, 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 it's petty, but I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, one of those guilty pleasures of like, you know, one of these guys could go to jail. I was like, at least it's not me. That kind of thing. But one of those guys probably should go to jail. <laughs> Think so? Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> and his <laughs> and his name rhymes with Justin Trudeau. You got rhymes notes. With? Totally rhymes. You got notes, eh? I might, because uh, I don't think I got through all of them last time. I gotta get back here. There we go. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! There is one. There was one. Oh, there was one. Something that Xander. Uh, put me on to and I got something else that just came to mind as well do you remember the song it was massive hit back in the day Hey Ya oh by um, Outcast Outcast yeah yeah remember how cheery and upbeat and dancey that song was yes well did you know that the lyrics that's actually a freaking breakup song (laughs) no yeah it's a breakup song awesome my baby don't mess around because she loves me so. This I know for show. Does she really want? But she can't to see me walk out the door. Uh, okay, no, this is all. He's still there. Uh, 
Uh oh. Words are hard. What's going on? Jason. Does she really want to, but can't stand to see me walk out the door? Don't don't try to fight the feeling because the thought alone is killing me right now. Thank God for mom and dad for sticking together like we don't know how. <laughs> oh. oh. But separate's always better when there's feelings involved. Nothing lasts forever. It's a breakup song. Sure is. Sure sounds But it was like all it. upbeat and cheery. Yes. That's how all breakups are. Sneaky. That's sneaky bastard. Is the TV remote over here? It is right here. All right. It is right here. Um, <laughs> okay. Xander basically has taken over our TV most of the time. Your brand days. new TV? Whatever TV's in front of us. Fuck that Like noise. YouTube constantly. That's all he watches. You know, he, he, you know, I'm, if I really want to watch something or whatever, I can, and it's not a problem. It's fine. But he's always watching stuff and he watches all sorts of different things, but everything is music related. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which leads to some very interesting twists and turns, a lot of repetitiveness. Okay. Um, But every once in a while, he watches some of these uh, other, like, Funny YouTube content content creators, and they and they do like they they'll do pieces on other YouTube stuff, and one of like or they do funny stuff, but then they also do like reaction videos and and you know in depth destruction of a video kind of thing. <laughs> okay, and this guy Cody Co. Really funny dude, and I've seen Xander's put on a bunch of his stuff. He's watching this video. Like this going over about this one YouTube channel, and it was apparently these two separate YouTubers that ended up hooking up and getting married. Oh, Candy Ken, I think is his name. I can't even remember her name. Okay, but anyways, they're basically live action Barbie dolls. Like, really? They're not, but he definitely looks the part. Like, like he's going for something like that, but he's not. You know, it's it, it's really fucking weird. And disgusting because all they're they're fucking rich as hell, mm-hmm. and they're all they do is flaunt it and flaunt it and flaunt it, and then they had a baby. Oh no! These people should not have been allowed to procreate. So this baby, this, this is what Cody hammered home at the end of this video, is the baby. You know, when, when when you got rappers and whatnot showing all their money in the cars and everything, they're flexing, right? Yeah. They're flexing. Yeah. If you watch this video, you will get flexed on by a fucking one-day-year-old. One-day-year-old? One-day-year-old. <laughs> okay. Draped in Versace, laying on... On a massive pile of cash. Of course. Of course. And then there's us. This song encapsulates us. Have you ever heard this song? Uh, probably, but it's been a very long time. Alan Jackson has not been on my radar in a, like 25 years. This, this popped up on, it was, I think, what was it? I was, I was going through, uh, Sirius XM 
Okay. And one of the one of the Crystal's got a three month trial, I guess, to try it. Yeah. Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. Audition time. Yeah, this is okay. I know this song, and I like this song. Weren't expecting this, were you, folks? Mike, Mike will take you on a weird music ride. You know, the last surprise was Venga Boys. Is it that much of a surprise? This is classic Alan Jackson, top of his game right here. 90s country right here. I was I was I was never a country fan. Are you listening up. to these words? I've I just want to be somebody. I'm chasing that neon rainbow, living that honky tonk dream. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're doing. We do a podcast. We are on the outermost, absolute fringe thread of, yeah. of the of Hollywood yeah. of, of entertainment. So, but we're there. We're there. <laughs> Sing for free. <laughs> this is a wrestling song. Too. Really? It is. Listen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see that. What's every wrestler want to be? Wants to be in the spotlight. Yeah. He's chasing that neon room. Yep. And he goes, half the time I sing these songs for free. How many times does it cost me money to yeah. go to pro wrestling events? Yep. More times than I care to mention. Honky tonk dream. Daddy's got a radio. He thirty years ago. He said, "Son, I just know we're gonna hear you say This era of country was just perfect. It was country. It was country. It was country. Yep. It wasn't when it started getting poppy. Right. You know, this was still just country. He's got a hat on. He's got a cowboy hat on. So you know <laughs> he's an actual country and western singer. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the nowadays country singers are wearing trucker hats. Trucker hats are nothing. Yeah. Because they got the long flowing hair. But they look like rock stars or pop stars. Yeah. But they'll do collaborations with like soulful rappers and stuff. Little Nas X. Little Nas X. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, who that? Remember that song "Broke"? I played for by Teddy Swims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whoever that guy was. Yep. <laughs> but that song came on, and I, I was I was at work. I was sweating my fucking balls off. That song comes on, and it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm just like, holy fuck. That's the other neat thing that Xander has gotten yeah. into, which was started out as a joke because I texted you about it. But the, uh, Xander has been getting into this rabbit hole of 
acoustic covers or acoustic versions of the late 90s, like new metal and alt rock stuff. So, okay, uh, wasting my time by default, yeah, works as a, a country ballad. Well, what was that? You sent me now the one that Zin, that that was not good was uh, it was an a, acoustic version of uh, a Nirvana song done by Puddle of Mud. Yeah, the Puddle of Mud lead singer. He he can't do it. No. He was, well, okay. Kurt Cobain is very. That's a hard act to follow. Yes, at the but best Kurt Cobain times. wasn't a great singer no, either. No, he no. was all about emotion and the and the performance. Right, that like, that's that was all mean. part like, of it. You cannot just go like I'm gonna sing. It smells like Teen Spirit and like no. Kurt Cobain added a gravitas to yes those lyrics now. It's funny that you mentioned Smells Like Teen Spirit, Black Widow. Yes. Yeah, that worked. That that rendition of that Smells Like Teen lot. Spirit was so haunting. Yeah. You what know, was that Broke song? Uh, I'm so used to being Broke. It's just called Broke. Broke, okay. By Teddy Swims. Right. I can't remember the other guy's name, but yeah, Broke. This uh, not that. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Definitely not, not, not that. Not Broke Back. <laughs> oh, that was almost traumatizing. <laughs> Just uh, you know, Teddy. P- Teddy. Bye. No, just say Teddy. Teddy swims. F- fourth one down. Do, do, do. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this on the pod, but... <laughs> why not? Uh, copyrights? <laughs> Thomas Rhett. That's the guy. That's the... the I don't know. I don't know anything by him. Otherwise, well, you know what we're gonna get copyrighted for? Yeah, Tim Hortons yeah. commercials. Tally went and went to London the other day to yeah. visit a friend, and he wanted to hit up chapters. And he ends up uh, he, he ends up going to some gourmet donut place in London. Took a picture of this donut that he was eating. It was a lemon meringue donut. Oh, it man. looked like heaven. And he said it tasted like it. Oh. <laughs> Did you get the name of this joint? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Damn it. I can't remember what he... What, I what rely he on you for information. I'll get it. I okay. can get it. I just... I can't remember right now. Because you... I absolutely love this song. I know the video, the, oh, the lead up to the video is long, but... I'm so used to being broke. This will be my theme song when I win the lottery. Everywhere I go, this will be glaring. Yep. Some gonna, dude doblin behind you holding up the ghetto blaster. No, I don't need a dude doblin. I'm just going to carry the boombox. I'm going <laughs> to get myself a boombox yep. and on constant repeat. And I love this video. It's funny. It's funny video. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off the grills and yep. shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like and and he but he can really sing. Yeah. Like yeah, you're only getting a little bit of it here. Well, here's here's the thing. When guys do this stuff. 
is because they got talent. Mm-hmm. And no doubt this guy would be able to like sing circles around 90% of the people out there. Xander's found some other videos of him on, on YouTube collaborating with various people and whatnot, yeah. and he can wail. Yeah. Well, that was the uh, like rag and bone man when he kind of burst on okay, the scene. Yeah. I was like, where's this coming from? And that kind of... Um, Talking talk about collaborations, another interesting rabbit hole from, from Xander. This one, totally left field. Yeah. Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Pavarotti, obviously a bit of a... a, a an idol of Xander a bit, like, because same wheelhouse, you know, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. both tenors and all. Yeah. But there was a lot about Pavarotti I didn't know. Like, not not about what about him, but about things that he did. He had an annual charity event. Okay. Pavarotti and Friends. <laughs> and there are videos on YouTube that you can find from this. Really? Pavarotti. And James Brown. What? Doing a rendition of It's a Man's World. Where the song shifts in tone from the funk version into an orchestral version where Pavarotti continues the song in Italian. Oh, really? And it fucking works, dude. There's one... With Pavarotti. It's right there. Yes. There's one with Pavarotti and Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder wrote a song to sing with Pavarotti (laughs) with full chorus background. Pavarotti, Celine Dion. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Pavarotti, Brian Eno. Brian Eno. Brian Eno, that is... He's like one of the first wave. Um, I don't know. I don't know that name. Oh, where's what band is he from? I know. I know. I know. Um, Brian Eno. All right. <clears throat> Pioneer. Oh, that's right. He's a, an ambient music um, originator. Okay. Yeah. So that I oh okay that's different. Yeah, Brian Adams, Osolomio. He, he has these. He has these events, and he has these pop singers come out and perform with them. And it's all for I believe it's all for charity. Eric Clapton, Luciano Pavarotti, and wow. East London Gospel Choir. George Michael, Luciano Pavarotti. Don't let the sun go down. Oh, that might suck. <laughs> like, this exists in the world, and I'm just finding out about it. Luciano Pavarotti and Sting. Huh. Oh, the, the Stevie Wonder one? Yeah. Yeah, Stevie wrote it in where Stevie started singing in Italian with him. <laughs> Hip-hop heads, first time hearing opera, opera Luciano Pavarotti. Oh, ah. reaction, first time video. Yeah, that'd be cool. Barry White... Oh. And Luciano Pavarotti. Damn. You're my first. Damn. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? My, wow. My world view has 
Yeah, this and this is def- definitely not something we can do right now. No, no this is uh-uh. dramatically shifted. <laughs> Holy cow. Pavarotti, Tracy Chapman. Wow. Okay. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Oh. Bessa Nelson. Eurythmics. Eurythmics. That would be something. Top 10 Pavarotti songs. The Wow. I'm, uh, okay. the, what I said, B.B. King. <gasps> um, what I said to Xander after we watched the James Brown Pavarotti, uh, It's a Man's World. Yeah. I said, you take that rendition, exactly that rendition of that song. I want to see that in a Kingsman sequel. Oh, <laughs> dude. The Kingsman was just on my TV earlier today, and I was I was just just scrolling through my iPad, and out of the corner of my eye, I just I first heard the first strains of Freebird, and I, my head snapped <laughs> up. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's the best part! It's the best part!" <laughs> I was like, but, "Wow!" Like I'm, I have this. I have a slight theory. About where uh, uh, the the next Kingsman sequel will go? Yeah, I have a feeling that Roxy survived the missile strike. Oh, that could work. Now, uh, what I'm torn on is: does she become a villain because she was left, or or is she a pawn or something by a, a big bad? Oh, that's a good question. You know, reprogrammed soldier yeah. or something. She becomes a winter soldier? Something like that. But just picturing, like, she would be badass and, you know, just put that um, with a man's world. You have her, when her and Eggsy back together. Yes. I just thought that could be, that could be pretty awesome, you know? And we got the prequel coming soon. Nice. The King's Man. Starring Ray Fiennes, it's the tale of the how the organization starts. Nice. Okay. Are we going to get Merlin's? Uh... I don't know if Merlin's a part of it because I think it's, it takes place too far back. You know, interesting thing about Merlin in Kingsman Two. Yeah. Yeah. In the original cut, he survived the explosion. Oh, he's seen. At the wedding in that massive cathedral, yeah, he's seen in the audience and sitting next to a woman. He's dressed in his full like military dress with medals, and he has no legs. Oh, why'd they cut it out? Test audiences felt it cheapened his sacrifice. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. There are those who... <laughs> 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 My personal... I chose this as my favorite fight scene in film. Dude, this is such... Uh, This made my number one. Yeah. This is such an over-the-top, ultra-violent... But it's the the attention to detail. Yes. Because every single frame of this scene, there is something going on in every inch of that screen. Like... There are people being thrown around, stabbed, whatever, in the background. Yep. All around where the camera is centered. Yeah. 
All right, all right. Stop, stop, stop. Just <laughs> fuck. Get on with it. Oh. Fire and brimstone. Oh. How did he end up in this church? He, uh, he was, there was some reference to it somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. he picked it up at when he went to Valentine's house. Oh, okay. That's right. There was yeah. some, he saw some reference to it. Right, 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 right. And he had to go check it out. Right. And he didn't know what. He just knew that Valentine was connected. Gotcha. Oh, don't. Get out of there. Get, Get out of there. Run. Too late. Turn it up the volume. DJ, play that funky music. Oh. Totally unexpected. Like this came out of nowhere. And we all we all thought they were just going to drop dead. Right. Honestly, everyone well, the, thought that. The whole the whole idea was like, uh, boom. So actually, no. We all thought the phones were going to explode. That's right. Right. That's what I thought. Poor edgy. <laughs> Eggsy. Eggsy. And yes, the song is a perfect fit. It's the only song that would work for this scene, in my opinion. You can't hear any other song to it. It's almost like they timed. Well, you can see how the the feed is obviously sped up, right? Yes. They sped it up to match the song. And this is the last half of the song. Yeah. So, So you're getting... Four minutes of ultraviolence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so awesomely bad. I love that. I love the first person. It makes me think of Hardcore Henry. Oh, that was such a hard movie to watch just for the, the motion sickness. Oh, I love all. it, though. I'm going to revisit it again soon. Uh, Brent couldn't get through it. Oh, no? No. We t- I tried. We, we watched uh, Spider-Verse, and then we tried to watch that. He got about 20 minutes in. Had to shut it off. For motion sickness? Yep. Uh, I thought so. Not yet. Yeah, but now I have a bigger TV to watch it on. Yeah. That makes it worse. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm ready for it. I only get motion sickness on buses, and I think that has to do with the air conditioning. So you can't watch speed. No. It's, the, <laughs> it's, the, it's like the odor. It's the smell of the air conditioning or something that just... I, oh. oh. Colin Firth <sighs> worked his ass off. Yes, in he scene. did. Oh, that one right there. Yeah. And then this part here where he he takes the the chamber off. Oh yeah, he slides the uh yeah. this that that one. Yeah, impales. Oh yeah. Oh, you need to see this. There's <laughs> 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 a bomb in your pocket. Oh. And the head, the, the like head. unnecessary, yeah. like oh, totally oh. unnecessary, but still, I have an act. Oh. Oh. I love, I love how everything. Yeah, even mutes. the sound distorts. Yeah. Yep. Ah, so. Ouch! Ouch! Ow, ow. 
I not quite. Well, no, you know what? There's an argument to be made here. I want to say his fighting style takes the slide right off here. Of yeah, the pistol, uses, yeah, 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 yeah. This right here of all the brutality of it. That, that. Yeah, impaling him right through, and that was the the minister. That was the minister, and him the when he when he hits the t- the floor and he slides down. That I just like yeah. oh, that yeah, it's so much fun. It's so crazy and cringing at times. Oh yeah, I love that movie. It was su- that movie. Such a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you're watching it, you're you get the the pub scene and you're just like, oh, this is cool, that's cool. Yeah. Then that shows up. Yeah. And it was like, wow, did somebody have a psychotic break in the middle of writing this? And just like <laughs> kill them all. Yeah, sorry, like I got into a fight with my girlfriend the night before I wrote the scene, and I just like let it all out. And I was like, Well done. Well done. And then so, and then the climax of the film, the intensity, the, particularly for me, because I always have trouble with it with anything with children. Mm. So when the mom is is basically going Jack Nicholson on that door, yes, yeah, that just added to the in, the intensity of the moment. Yeah, yeah, I love that bit. It's great. It's a, it, everything about the Kingsman movie, like. So well done, and the the the, the shock value of mm-hmm. what they gave us is just like, okay, yeah, I'm with you guys. I said I'm I'm gonna keep going along with for the ride here. So, and when they did, um, the golden circle. Yep, it was just like, okay, okay, this makes even more sense that it would spread. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, keep giving me it was, more. It was a little bit more cheesy. Yes. They, but, but I think the problem with that was that scene. They caught so much shit over that church scene. Yeah. They Somebody said, dial it back. <laughs> dial it back. I'm surprised that even got through. Well, that's where the boys is... That the show The Boys yeah. is is apparently really pushing limits. Oh yeah, and they haven't even come close to nope. the level of what's in the actual comics. Apparently, nope. But apparently, with the next season coming, they're like, there's something that's going to be next level. Oh, like, and it involves some sort of orgy. <sighs> okay, all right. I just heard reference to this. Yeah. Apparently, that yeah. Well. We just got finished watching Invincible. Right. And the only reason the ultraviolence on Invincible slipped through the cracks is because it's animated. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just a kid's cartoon. Wow. Really? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. Uh, I have not watched the latest episode of Rick and Morty yet. Oh, yeah. So episode, I think it was episode four. But episode seven leaked online, apparently. Oh, no. I don't know which one this references. But apparently, if you're not familiar with Rick and Morty, absolutely nothing is sacred. Yeah. They will... 
there, there is no level of depravity they won't dip into. I, I can't. And they apparently did something involving sperm monsters. <laughs> There's a, 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 a veterinarian hospital involved and a horse mounting machine and Morty involved. Oh. This is what's involved. Oh, no. And yeah. So uh, that's in one of these episodes. Wow. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it because I freaking <laughs> love this show. Because while that sounds disgusting, and it probably is, and it, that's what they do, they'll sucker punch you with some, some, some nice little dramatic pieces in there. Yeah. Sometimes it's even just one little piece of dialogue. But it's important. Yeah. That's the beauty of Rick and Morty. Do you know what else is important? What's that? Kicking somebody in the taint with a cold boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So we All were, right, then. <laughs> right. We're over two hours. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so All right. we got to go. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just remember, when in doubt, just kick him in the taint with a steel toe boot. <laughs> This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.